We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode four of Drop Anchor. The houseboat? I, sorry, do it again. I, boat did, house? Oh, what did I say? The houseboat. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Josh. <laughs> this is Kendra. So this week, uh, Kendra and I posted a few pictures online of a boathouse, the, the interior pictures of a boathouse. Mm-hmm. And I had a few people, like, they'd never seen one before. They didn't know what it was. And these are people that were on uh, different boat forums online. Oh, so actual boat people have never seen. Them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and it crossed my mind that if if there are boat people who don't know what boat houses are, there's mm-hmm. probably a lot of our listeners who aren't boat people. Oh, who also they're gonna have be no like idea. clever and be like land people. La- <laughs> All you <laughs> land lovers. Oh boy, this got corny real fast. Okay, so. In any event, there are people who don't know anything about boathouses at all. So yes. I figured we it's should not your probably... Fault. It's okay. We're going to educate you. Yes. Like we were educated. Like we were educated. So our first experience with a boathouse, we'd mentioned a few episodes back when we got our first boat. Yes. Where we were going through what looked like a little town of little houses with boats right. in them. I mean, they were... Right. And, and, and it was neat. We were walking through corridors of yeah. boathouses houses. And, and our first boat that we bought was in a boathouse. Right, right. And when we a stinky boathouse. A stinky boathouse, and I almost wrecked some boathouses on the way out. We've, you know, we've kind of covered all of that. Yeah. Um, but for folks that have that, that have no idea what they are, we should probably explain a little bit because as we're making our our steps forward into living on a boat, we've considered buying a boathouse, mm-hmm. and uh, we figured, yeah, yeah, and we figured, well, we might as well talk a little bit about it and explain what they are. Yes. Well, um, so envision driving your car and you're getting home and you drive your car into the garage and shut the garage door and your car is parked. Um, and then you live in your <laughs> and car. you live in your car, right? That's, <laughs> and then, that's what it is. <laughs> you don't get to go into your house or anything like that. Like that's, <laughs> there you are, you've arrived. Um, so we take the boat. <laughs> Boy, that sounds terrible. <laughs> oh no. This is going um yeah, so you take the boat, you drive it into the boathouse, and there you are. You shut the door. Um you're closed in. <laughs> but right. you're safe from elements. You're safe from the elements and you have privacy, which we can talk a little bit about. Yeah. But uh, I guess the best sort of description is literally it's a, gar- a floating garage mm-hmm. for your boat. Yes. And typically it's not uh, if you've been out to a marina, it wouldn't be like there's a boathouse. Usually there's a whole bunch of them chained together. Yeah. So it's a, a row of boathouses. Yeah. Um, and in our case, uh, kind of like a little boathouse town. I mean, you got to yeah. go between, uh, it's like little, the docks are like little streets going between them and there's tons of them. Yeah. Sure. There's more boats not in a boathouse than in a boathouse. Right. But yeah. there are still several. Yes. Right. Well, there's like a hundred of them. I don't know. I've never counted <laughs> More them. than several. There's like more than six. Oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> All right. So. And you get to do cute things to them. Like, I mean, the outside of like, we like walking past them because people have like a flower box or a cute way they put their name on it or all the doors are different. Yeah. Um, that's, yes. That's fun. And then you can also do stuff on the inside. 
Yes, you can. Uh, a lot of them have workbenches, so um, all of Josh's tools wouldn't have to be taking up room on the boat and wouldn't have to be in the storage unit, but they'd be close by. Right. Um, so pretty handy. Mm-hmm. So we've, Kendra and I, we've been talking about whether or not we want to end up having the boat we live on be in one of these boathouses. Yes. Uh, so we went and looked at one. We've looked at a couple, um, but there's one for sale in the yacht club. Um, the other thing is, if we get that, we basically just have our liveaboard status like like kind of locked in a little bit better too. So that's another reason. Um, but we went and looked at one with the girls. Uh, <laughs> I think Charlie's a little bit more on board only because she's got this really cool hanging chair and she'd have a place to she hang it. She wants to swing over the water. Swing, yeah. So um, <laughs> The other two were not excited. Yeah. Like, don't put me in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. they also like are like, don't put me on a boat. <laughs> but yeah, so we're just like not getting a ton of sleep, staying up, writing pros and cons kind of. I mean. Yeah. So what we should probably do then as we as we now that we've kind of described it is talk a little bit about our process, like what are our pros and cons? And quite frankly, at the time of of the recording of this episode, we haven't decided yet. We're still on the fence on it. Right. Um, I think we're leaning towards yes. So let's go through um, let's go through the, the pro list. Like why would we get a boathouse? Um, because here in Washington State this last winter, we got um, a weekend where we got two feet of snow. Okay. Um, it actually collapsed our boat's bimini top. Which, um, it's like a sunshade. Yeah. A rain, the, a rain cover. Yeah, on the very top. Then, And we actually even tried to get to our boat, like, in the snow, to shovel the snow. I mean, there was so much snow, and our boat was just covered. And so when I think about that, man, it would be nice to not have to shovel snow off the boat. I mean, we'll deal with snow walking to the boat, but then it's like... It's like your car in the garage. I mean, when you go to leave for work and you have to, like, okay, now you're living in your car and you step outside your car, like, the snow falls in your car. I mean, right, what are you going to do? Right. But now you're in the garage, you can open the door and, hey, it's so nice. It's a little warmer. <laughs> There's no snow. Right. So that's, so pro number one is we're out of the weather. I mean, whether it's snow or it's heavy rain. Um, the idea of being able to yeah. step into the boathouse or step off the boat and into the boathouse, whichever direction you're wanting to go, and having a spot where you can set down your wet coat or your umbrella right. or whatever. So yeah. weather is probably the number one thing. And in Washington, although we're having a tremendous spring and summer right now, yeah, um, Washington is known for being really wet. Like yeah. it rains from November till April or May. Right. Uh, in some cases, pretty much nonstop. Where it's kind of like... You're just wet all the time. Right. And so one of the other things, and we haven't talked about it, um, is a dehumidifier. And so um, even on our current boat, all winter long, we run a dehumidifier. And that's without us on it. That's Correct. not running anything. That's not putting wet stuff inside. Right. It's just keeping moisture it's off the windows keeping, and off the wood. Right. So it keeps it good and dry. So in a um, boathouse, boat you house, don't have to do that so much. Right. We've heard that you really don't have to run one at all or if just like one or something and with five people their wet shoes their wet coats we would have to have a lot of dehumidifying going on to keep moisture out of the air so in addition to whether we're also keeping the moisture out from the inside of the boat um what else um privacy 
Okay, so that's a big deal. <laughs> We've well, got three teenage daughters. Yes. And so, um, and we hadn't talked about it, but it was actually high on my list without me even saying it to you. I had always just been thinking like, huh, every night a routine will have to be to shut all the blinds. And in, in a house, you've got a couple windows on a wall and then maybe no windows on a wall. But on a boat, especially the ones we're looking it's, at, it's, all windows. it's surround windows, which is one of the reasons I want a boat. But now at night, <laughs> it's hmm. like, hello, here I am, downtown Olympia. And my children. Um, and, you know, kids, they're not great at <laughs> privacy stuff anyway. So uh, we don't want to scare the neighbors. Right. Or attract them, I guess. Oh, yeah. There's creepers out I there. I would scare them. The girls would <laughs> attract them. Hey. Ha ha. I'm the older one. I don't know. So privacy, Mom. that's that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Keeping the, the exterior of the boat clean is... Much easier to do inside a boathouse. Yeah. Also. So even our boat, we have to clean it quite a bit. Um, after a couple months, it's like, oh, the boat needs a bath, like right. a full wash down. I mean, again, do you go through a car wash very often when your car's been in the garage? So you've missed several storms and you've missed, you know, um, then you go to take your car out and it's like, hey, it's not that bad. But then you look at your neighbors who's been outside for the last five days or mine because mine's outside. Um and I need a car wash. Okay, so keeping it clean. I was um, keeping up with the analogy of the car. No, that works. <laughs> that works. Uh, <laughs> this one won't work, though. Um, the boat being in the water uh, when it's out in the sunlight gets a lot of growth on the bottom. The, yeah, the I, don't, s- I, don't, I don't have one for that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's not, this is, this is nope. not going to have a uh, car analogy with it. Uh, but a boat out in the marina... Uh, will start to grow critters on it. By critters, we mean like algae and then barnacles and mm-hmm. uh, over the long run, like you get mussels growing on it. Yeah. Apparently, when you don't have as much sunlight on it, you don't get that uh, nearly as much. You can, you can right. your your maintenance and your cleanup uh, schedule, you can, have, you can go much longer without having to get that taken care of. Yeah. And even like the bimini top that we're talking about, it's a canvas top and um, the life of it will be much longer in inside than it is outside right so we've got the weather we've got privacy we've got maintenance cleaning mm-hmm. what else well i think that's it for for the pros? pros i mean although i was thinking like the girls can have a few more things like maybe we could have a bike or two um oh yeah like, storage right right you, There's you more mentioned s- the tool bench but you can also right and, bikes and, whatnot. and the one that we've looked at and not all of them have them but this one has a loft um it's you know it's not a big loft it's like two and a half extra feet up top but something for they <laughs> they look at me like it's bigger than that it's not bigger than that it's bigger than that we're gonna measure at some point okay so now that we've covered the pro list uh what are some con what are some things on the con list um well i think i only have one okay and that's the walls what do you mean well i mean that i'm in a garage <laughs> like <laughs> oh, yeah. Back to that analogy. Yes. Sorry. That's my only con. Okay. So what do we do about that? <laughs> well, there's nothing you can do about it. You have to decide if the pros outweigh the con, right? Like, yeah. Is so there we so talked about many it. benefits that the one thing you have is you look out at garage walls? Right. We'd also talked about the fact that our lifestyle might have us out of the boathouse quite a bit. It will in the summer, um, okay. for sure. Like, we take the boat out a lot now. And um, the the thing about having um, the Yacht Club membership is that we have, I think we've talked about it maybe. The, the reciprocal island, mortgage. 
No. <laughs> the, oh, not that. Oh. The island. Okay. Oh, that, yeah. We haven't talked about that. Oh, okay. So um, all the yacht clubs have like their secret place that only that yacht club <laughs> gets to go to. It's kind of funny. Like what's funny is like the yacht club is made up of a lot more older people. But when you really think about it, it's like a fort that's like like ki- some kids came up with and like you have to have a membership and then we have this cool hideout like only we get to go I think to. I think they came up with this when when they were much younger. We can go and we can bring guests as long as they come in on our boat. So we can't say, hey, everybody bring your boat over there. They have to, so whoever can fit on your boat can make it to, come, yeah. to the island. And we've taken um our parents, we've taken a couple friends. Um I think a couple summers ago we brought like a bunch of cousins, right? Mm, no. Kim, Caleb, Kelsey, oh. all of their kids. Did we go to the island? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Clara stole a rock. <laughs> we put it back. Well, there's like 18 of us on the on our boat. Yeah, we got quite a few of us, but a lot of kids. But yeah. it was the most I think we had yeah. on our oh, boat. Yeah. I forgot we did that. Um, so it's uh, an island. So we have a full dock, uh, full hookups. Like and we can go there power, anytime that we want. And to. there's showers, a full kitchen, this huge like rec room, uh, like a ping pong table in there. Uh, there's horseshoes. There's basketball. There's a beach, uh, barbecue pits. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it's awesome. And so it's never, I mean, really crowded. Some holidays, there's more people because they do events there as well. Um, but a lot of the weekends we've gone, like, we almost have the island to ourselves. Um, and so the plan would be that to get out of the boathouse, we could go there and stretch our legs, right. look outside the windows. So what do we do during the winter months when we're not likely to go right. out as often? We haven't talked about it. Um yeah. Like, we don't take our boat out now in the winter. Um, I'm not stepping off the boat in the snow to right. tie us off. <laughs> so, like, where could are we going to go? And we haven't talked. This is just new for the podcast here. Um, could we scoot the boat out and tie it off so that we're halfway parked um, out of the boathouse? I think they would probably let us do that for, like, an hour or something. Like, you can't stay like that. And... I was thinking about it. Like, I don't know how you keep the back from... Drifting sideways? Yeah. Because hmm. there, there'd be no dock. There'd be no place to tie down. Hmm. So. Okay, so. So the winter would be longer almost because you would never see outside. Right. But we'd be warm and cozy. <laughs> like, just the five of us yeah. in our garage. Yeah, and as I'm thinking about this... The cons of us being sort of in a garage during the winter might still be better than us being out in a slip in the winter, right? Because right. we still have that whole weather issue that right. we were talking about before, trudging through the snow and trying to get on our boat and having wet, soggy everything right. while we're getting on our boat. Right. So, okay. What is scurvy? What? What? What's scurvy again? It's a disease you get from not having enough vitamin C. Not seeing the sun, right? No, that's vitamin D. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking like, what disease are we gonna get by being like without windows? <laughs> well, you know, we don't have to stay on the boat every day while we're. <laughs> well, I know the kids have school. Blah right, blah right. blah. But still, like, feels a little. I don't know. Maybe my claustrophobicness is already kicking in. But again, it's, it will still be better than not being in a boathouse. I think during the winter. Yeah. You're not sure, huh? I really am not. I'm so torn. Yeah. 
Like, I realized that we shoveled snow and it was cold off of the deck of our boat and the bimini top collapsed um, this last winter. I know that that happened. <laughs> but when the weather's nice like this, I can't, I think I can't comprehend the cold. So again, we are still chewing on this. We haven't decided Like literally yet. at this moment. Right? As we're like, talking. We're, like we're literally debating it right now, you guys. explaining <laughs> it. This is us like talking it through. It's like you're just in the living room with us and uh, listening to us be like, what are we doing? Yes? No? Right. Maybe? I think we're supposed to meet with a seller next week. Yeah. And uh, I suppose we should have an answer <laughs> by next week. Oh, boy. All right. Well, it turns out that we're not the only people that are that have opinions about boathouses. I actually got online, and uh, like I said, I, I'd mentioned it. Some people had no idea what they are, um, but a lot do. And No, yeah. I think if you throw any question out into the universe, someone has their two cents to say. No, no sure, sure. I only asked because I thought maybe someone would have an opinion that, uh, or some insight that we hadn't thought about. Like tip the scales for us? Yeah, oh. yeah. Like if it's like, well, actually, you know what? Let me just take a look at a couple of them. Um, some were from Facebook. There's a, a trawler forum actually, or trawler group on Facebook. You say forum, like, I know, is it I'm like old, old school? school? Yes. Like, that's not a thing, right? Like, no, it still is a thing. There's a, there's a website <laughs> called every, trawlerforum.com. Every time you say forum, I'm thinking like you're on some old school, like, like, I don't know what that sounds like. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, this is a podcast. What were you doing? I don't know. I'm watching you and I don't know what you were doing. Typing on a old something. Do you, do you not type on Facebook? <laughs> it's just the you word. You didn't use a typewriter on the forums. It's just the word. Okay. All right. All right. So Did on the same Facebook on the trawler Facebook there we page. Go. Perfect. The group. I'm with you now. Okay. So uh, a couple of comments I <laughs> uh, made about it, and and again, some people, especially folks that are not from the Pacific Northwest, had no idea even what a boathouse was. So getting uh-huh. some of their insight not so useful. They're just like, oh, that's so neat. That's so cool. We'd never seen one of those before. Or for folks that live in like hurricane areas, mm-hmm. like, oh, we would we could never even have those around here. Some of the some of the comments were kind of similar to what we were talking about now. Someone mentioned uh, they're not a big fan of blocking the water view since that's the whole point of living on a boat. Right. Um, Someone else mentioned that, uh, and I think they were only thinking about the maintenance savings that you'd get by having it in the boathouse. Mm-hmm. They simply said the, the cost of the boathouse is probably going to be a lot more expensive than the cost of of maintenance. So, and again, we're not doing it specifically for And we're for not doing that, but from the people we've talked to, it does help a lot. Right, right. Uh, someone else commented they love their boathouse. Uh, they can work on their boat year round and then hang out in that loft. Like we'd mentioned, that hangout area, mm-hmm. it does create a bigger space for you. So it's almost like... Uh, having a bigger boat in a way. I mean, having just a, more places to be. Right. Um, a lot of people around here, if they don't have a boathouse and they have maintenance, will either wait till like the weather gets nice or find someone who is temporarily like not in the boathouse and rent it. Oh, while rent they, out the space, yeah. So that is how people work on their boats. Right. So some other folks mentioned, uh, actually one of my favorite comments, and this wasn't on Facebook, this was on Reddit. Uh, someone had mentioned that they, they lived on a boat or at least stayed on a boat for two weeks. And uh, this is what they said. It's unbearably depressing. The closest thing I can compare it to is pitching a tent in somebody's garage, which is a lot like what you said with well, the car. Well, I was going to say, it's like when I'm like, you pull in and then that's it. Like you stay in the car. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, I do get that. I think that's valid. Right. No, no, sure, sure. Um, someone had mentioned, and I think this is actually what made me think about the privacy issue was that the sacrifice of being able to look out to the marina all day long 
uh, would be that you'd get extra privacy and security. Right. Right? There's more security in a boathouse? I think so. Because, okay, so if you can I walk mean, along docks, you can step into somebody's boat. You can just step onto the back of somebody's boat. Whereas in our case, you'd have to get through a locked door to then get into our boat. Right. And that might be a bit more work for someone trying to break in. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't thought about it. I don't know. Locking up a boat is not like locking up your house. Sure it is. What's different? The big giant windows to... Br- I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It seems... Or some of our stuff is just on the boat. Like right now, we have things that are just that's probably a bigger on deal. The boat right. because we, you can't put them away. Right, we don't like, put our paddle boards in the boat. They're they're sitting right. outside they're, on the boat. Right. I mean, I've got chairs and rugs, and I mean, you don't put all that away every time. So right, no one's gonna steal your rug. Hey, that is so <laughs> hurtful. It's a cute rug. Do you know how much that rug was? <gasps> I'm not gonna tell you. You almost got it out of me. <laughs> It's a nice rug. All right. Okay. Um, So that's, I think that's about all that I have on boathouses. And again, for those that are listening, at at the time of this conversation, Kendra and I truly, we have no idea what we're doing yet as far as the boathouse is concerned. The part of the difficulty, aside from just whether or not a boathouse makes sense for us, is the consequence of getting a boathouse Mm -hmm. uh, for our boat purchasing decisions. Yeah. If we buy, for example, this boathouse is 50 feet long. Mm-hmm. If we buy this boathouse, we've just limited the universe <laughs> of boats we can buy to what? 50 feet long boats. You don't want to put a 60 foot <laughs> in a 10 or 50. Anyway, we'd be 10 feet off. <laughs> right. Um, with our boat search, uh, we've looked at 60 foot boats. We've looked at 55 foot boats. We've looked at 50 foot boats. And knowing if we buy this boathouse, we are now stuck with a smaller boat, that's a legitimate concern, I think. It is. And I think the trade-off then is that the kids can get off the boat into the boathouse and stretch. So, like, okay, if we're going to go to a smaller boat, then at least we have the boathouse that the kids can stretch their legs, right? Right. And, and that's what we're <laughs> telling ourselves to make ourselves okay with it, right? right. Um, a 60-foot boat, I'm not going to lie, is more roomy. It, I mean... You don't have for, to lie because it's okay. For some <laughs> reason, um, the rooms get bigger. The well, everything gets bigger. So we're giving that up, right? But gaining a garage, I don't know. Like I'm trying to talk myself into one of these things. It's so funny because there are so many pros. Like there are so many there good are. things there about are. living uh, living in a boat in a boathouse. Um, but the con but it's kind of scary. Is kind of looming. Yeah. Well, and then that we're stuck in a boat size. Like, right. now you can't just go pick any boat. Although the reason we're stuck in the size thing is that there's not a, n- enough 60-foot slips, which is why we started looking at 50. And then we're like, well, if we're looking at 50, we might as well look at a boathouse. Right. It just, this could go round and round for a while. Right. <laughs> Sorry. So, everybody, uh hope you enjoyed this discussion of us trying to figure out what on earth we're doing about a boathouse. Or a boat. <laughs> we'll get there folks we'll get, one of these days this podcast about living on a boat will involve us living on a boat right now we just sound like crazy people that's what i said okay so i'm gonna break up our podcast episode to do something that we haven't done yet but i've been thinking about it because i think it's important which is to do a shout out to another podcast oh okay um primarily because uh, a few people have actually given shout outs to us and that's Mm-hmm. Man, that feels special. <laughs> it, it's like all warm and fuzzy and people talking about 
you're okay. making fun of me. I'm, but, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> like, I'm just listening. All right. I, we haven't talked about this. We, I don't know where you're going. No, correct. So. Um, and so the, the first podcast that I want to give a shout out to is actually the first podcast that mentioned us. It's actually the first podcast of anyone that I know personally. So uh, my buddy Chris and his wife, Mary, mm-hmm. uh, run a podcast called We Do Hard Things, uh, which can be found at WDHDpodcast.com. And their focus is really on uh, talking about shared experiences, lifting each other up, lifting other people up as well, and thriving in a community of people who do hard things. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all about pushing yourself. It's about encouraging others to push themselves and to not take the easy way out. Um, it's, it's, it's actually really encouraging. I listen yeah. to it and, uh, and I like it. And a few weeks back, they mentioned our podcast as something that challenges them, like Chris uh, talked about how in listening to our podcast and how we're doing this crazy thing. Um, it's one of <laughs> those things that... I feel like it's crazy. I know. Or that we would be inspiring or anything like that. I feel like... <laughs> but <laughs> hey, that's really nice that they... Was yeah, it's super awesome. So and so I've subscribed to their podcast just because I like hearing their stories. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's really stuck out to me that they said uh, was... The average couple, the average married couple, mm-hmm. in a given week spend less than two hours talking. Well, we're spending like how much? Do <laughs> <laughs> no, we spend way more than that. We talk a lot. We talk so we much. We talk a ton. But it actually made me think, and I, and I heard this before we started our podcast, it made me think, what a neat way to dedicate time to having conversations with my spouse. Yeah. No, I've I've actually mentioned that to people because we give the kids something to do or either they're not home or we give uh, either way. <laughs> we send them away so we can talk. <laughs> I was like, that sounds terrible. But sometimes they've been in school. They're home now because it's summer. Right. Um, But then we get un- uninterrupted time. Right. That's actually more a thing um, because we're really talkative people, like super talkative. And we raised talkative children right they so have around you'll be hearing like their voices like the whole time chatty 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 no one gets anything in and um so this has been kind of nice yeah i've well, enjoyed it you like it because of the uninterrupted time yes i just like it for the intentional time where i get to sit across from a table and look at you in the eyes and and uh you, you don't know this but this <laughs> is romantic all, for me you all romantic <laughs> This is very special to me. I like it. I have something else romantic. <laughs> this is supposed to be an age-appropriate show, huh? Okay. I didn't say anything. Uh, so that's our podcast shout-out for the week. Um, again, uh, we do hard things, uh, which can be found at wdhtpodcast.com. Okay. So I have another thing. You have another thing? You're a Yes. I- I'm not. Okay. So I'm I have, <laughs> so I like conspiracy theories. Okay. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I've been paying attention to the news lately. Uh-huh. And oh, I've noticed. Lord, where are we going with this? I've noticed several times this year, there's mm-hmm. been something in the news about a wastewater treatment plant dumping millions of gallons of human waste into the Puget Sound. um, Oregon had one because we were going to go to the coast. And so... Oh, yeah. They closed the beaches there, too. They closed theirs. Um, Our own marina, we couldn't get in the water because that was like forever. Then um, Seattle had some. Yeah. So I I compiled a list. I'm not going to list them all because you can just get on Google. Um, But I compiled a list of... Did you start a rumor? 
Like, you think something's going on? No, it's fun to think about, though. I just think, like, what in the world? Why is there all this crap? <laughs> Literal crap. <laughs> like, what? In our water. So, okay. Don't um, eat the fish for, like, a year. Right, something. So I compiled a short list starting from the, the most recent event back in, uh, well, I guess here, like, six days ago. Um, so Seattle Times reported that 3 million gallons of untreated sewage spilled directly into the Puget Sound and that state officials were investigating. And then at the same time, uh, apparently there was, and I don't know if you knew this, there was a second spill that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on the news. Like within a couple, within, yeah. a, within the same day or something. Yeah. And it was another one and a half million gallons. Mm-hmm. So 4.5 million gallons of, of raw sewage straight into the Puget Sound. And then a whale washed up. What? That's so weird. I'm just kidding. They're not. That's not related. <laughs> They're <at all>. not <laughs> related. It's just been happening too. It's not related. So, and I, so I didn't show you any of this. So back in June, at the end of June, um, Q13 Fox on the local news station reported 165,000 gallons of sewage overflowed into the water near Golden Gardens. Um, I back, don't know where that is. Does it matter? It. No. Okay. Um, the Olympian reported that back on the 31st, there was a sewage spill that closed Percival Creek and that also spread into uh, the Puget Sound. That's we actually... Had, we, we had people like at our yacht club, like we didn't go there for... There was a few like days a that week, we weren't there. Like, yeah, we yeah. didn't go. And someone was like... Oh well, by the way, it's because you like you can't get in the water. Right, they closed and down like the dinghy training, like the yeah, the uh, no sailing. The, yeah, I'm sorry, the, the, like the high school sailing group or the whatever. Dinghies, they're sailors. <laughs> they're so offended right now. <laughs> I don't know how you train someone on a dinghy. Like, just, just row, keep rowing. <laughs> it's your little boat. Can you handle it? All right. They get a sail. Okay. Um, no, people were saying like. Like sewage was like stuck between boathouses. Yeah, it was like really it wasn't gross. like leaving. Yeah, divers couldn't go in and to, they to clean let any divers boats. Clean. Yeah, yeah, really gross. So gross. Um, so then back in March of this year, there was a sewage spill at the Puget Sound Naval Shipyard up north. Oh, um, okay. And that was thousands of gallons of sewage. Like, are, are they all connected? And there's a problem. Like, they're not right. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. Um, back in February, thousands of gallons of wastewater spill into Puget Sound. Holy smokes. Our podcast is about talking about poop. <laughs> like, you just, like, brought us down, like, so, a notch. Like, no, but listen, we're talking about poop. What What I thought would be interesting <laughs> would be to... No, no, no. Is that... <laughs> Since we're going to be living on the water, the Puget Sound ends up becoming our home, right? It's not just like okay. I-5's closed, you know, the freeway's closed, whatever. It's, right. it's whatever happens in the water, right? Okay. So uh, paying attention to what's happening in the water suddenly becomes a bit more important, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's very interesting. I don't really think there's a conspiracy theory. I'm sure this has been going no, on all like the time. But is there like too much like sewage? We can't handle it or something? A lot of it's been the result and of power like, outages. Like, oops, we accidentally spilled our overages. Yeah. I don't know. Some people aren't concerned about it because they like to remind everyone that fish also poop in the ocean. Oh, they poop three million, like, <laughs> yeah, three gallons. Three million gallons. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't believe that. Well, <laughs> right. The point is, it was within a couple of days that the news reported that after the 4.5 million gallons that it's like, oh, now the water is safe again. So it's like it all washed out, I guess. Well, I think just because, I mean, the ocean is big and we have a tide. So the coming in and out, I mean, it goes, it's a difference of what, 14 feet? Like on yeah, it's average. like a 14 to 16 I mean, foot swing. Every six hours. high and low tide. So every six hours, you're, you know, coming in and out 14 feet. So yeah, after a few days, it probably washes out. Now, they did say at the yacht club where we we're at that, I mean, we're kind of at the 
end of the sound and so i think it gets stuck there a little bit longer stuck a little longer plus between the boathouses i don't know some guy was like go look you can still see it and i was like no i'm i'm good (laughs) thanks i don't want to see it um so yeah do i really think that there's a conspiracy no do i think it's weird that this year there's like 15 articles of i think it's weird that you're talking about conspiracies (laughs) and i thought our podcast was about living on a boat this will be part of living on a boat. Conspiracy theories? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so that's all so the content. This was your like, I'm going to just talk to you and you don't know what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. It's poop and conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> yes. There you go, folks. Drop anchor. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Boathouses and stuff, which is really funny because... You it didn't even like tell me. You just were like, crap. we're just going to talk about stuff. So I'm like, okay, it's just stuff. You could have said boathouses and poop. I could have. That's going to be it for our show today, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to episode four of our show. Make sure to head to dropanchorpodcast.com to listen to the rest of our episodes and check out our Facebook posts, our tweets, and our pictures. Thanks to Matt Geddes for the use of his audio equipment, to Charlie for help with the music, and to all the people on Facebook and Reddit who commented and provided their thoughts on boathouses.